1: Children's box.
0: Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now.
1: Happy Labor Day! Happy Labor Day? Happy Labor Day! Happy Labor Day? Well, yes, we Good celebrate... Good Labor Day tidings to you! Day. Well, okay, <laughs> sure, Merry Labor Day! <laughs> yep labor day like i am saint labor day saint labor oh remember how saint labor drove all the union busters out of <laughs> milwaukee a, with the snakes with, and a, the, with the snakes yeah i think that's how he did it I'm, I'm a little unclear on and, my holiday and the, and the cupid uh, arrows yeah he was just, just just shooting them <laughs> shooting <laughs> at, them the at, the, at the snakes at the at, at the labor union busters yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what the uh, holidays that's how I, I, I was about. taught when I was a child. I don't know about you. I don't oh, know no, what no. they're teaching kids in school nowadays. Uh, not that I can say. Not that I can say that my daughter, just of her own volition, decided to start a family newspaper today, and she wanted to interview me. And, you know, and I, I got, I actually had the ability to tell her why. Why yes, I do have exciting news. Uh, I am declared war. I have declared war. My great nation of me has declared war against. Uh, the the squirrels, the tomato-eating squirrels of my backyard, and I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away, but I think I know who's gonna win, and it's not gonna be me. Oh, squirrels are smart and sneaky. Yeah, they are. This year, I've decided to feed them with extra tomatoes, and that's working great. Oh, that's really okay. I mean, I didn't volunteer for that to happen. But <laughs> that's all right. And speaking of not volunteering for things to happen. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) Smooth as (laughs) of that transition. That's good. You just glided. That's good. Uh, What are we doing here? Who are you and why?
0: Why? Anything. Why? I am Kate and you are Betsy. We're talking about books and they are
1: fancy. Did
0: you just rhyme (laughs) Betsy
1: with fancy? Yeah. (laughs) Once in in elementary school, we were supposed to rhyme the person we were paired with's name. And the only thing the kid I was paired with, whose name was Brian, which wasn't easy in and of itself, um, crying you know uh he could come up with pepsi i th- i gave him points for that that's so it's a soft it's a soft rhyme but it's better than betsy wetsy and that's all i care yes now i have a new nickname for you yo please that's an ancient nickname i've cried all the tears i could cry um yes we uh we have a podcast you're kate i'm betsy you covered that yep. and uh we read we read picture books yeah and <laughs> sure and uh yes we read picture books we determine if they should be classics or not classics now today's book is a little unique I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say because we really haven't done that many well cast your mind back and i i can't think of any have we done any like uh songs turned into picture books i remember there was that fox oh the fox went out on a chilly night that's a good example yes okay so there was that one uh anything else you can think of off the top of your head i i'm i'm actually drawing a blank so that's all i got you can no we haven't even done that one yet so this will be our second one then you just took off the shine of my saying It was the first, but that's okay. I didn't it's, remember the title. If that helps, well, I remembered Fox. <laughs> ironically, I have a hard time with this title sometimes. Okay, at least the precision of it. There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. Yes, by Sims Taback. I'd say Taback. What the hey. Yes. Do you know how to sing? There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. Sort of. There was an old lady. Who swallowed a fly. Nope, never mind. I don't know why <laughs> she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. That's how I always sang it. I'm sure there are other variations. Oh, I thought it was peppier. Oh, how did you sing it? I thought there was like, there was an old lady who swallowed a fly. Why did she fly and followed a fly? Perhaps she'll die. Well, yeah, that is actually how you would do it if you're performing. You're, you're not a five-year-old, so I'm not putting oh. my all into this one oh. i didn't i didn't put my back into it it's okay. yeah. i didn't remember all the words either. i was doing a more lyrical I like oh my... you forgot the words well good <laughs> news <laughs> you're about to remember 90 percent of the words there you go okay excellent sims tayback sims tayback sims tayback what do we know about sims tayback what do you know about sims tayback what do i know about sims tayback i know a little i know a smidgen and what i know uh is that he was a graphic designer. That's actually how he got his start. And in addition to designing the first Happy Meal packaging, I kid you not, the very first Happy Meal in the entire world was designed by Sims Tabak. And not only that, uh, I believe it is now in the Smithsonian, the prototype he was working off of, because it's just that important to American history people. Anyway, he also created a greeting card company. I would love to see some of his greeting cards, by the way. Many a fine children's illustrator has started by doing greeting cards. Fun fact. Uh, He illustrated posters and calendars. He was the art director for the New York Times. That I did not know at all, but he was. And then in his early years as a graphic designer, and this must have been quite early, uh, he was working in the same Manhattan building as none other than Ezra Jack Keats. Ezra Jack Keats, why is that... What does that name sound familiar? Could it be the Snowy Day, Ezra Jack Keats? (gasps) It was. So one day, uh, Mr. Ezra Jack Keats invites Mr. Tabak into his studio to see the art for his new book, I kid you not, The Snowy Freaking Day. It's not actually called The Snowy Freaking Day, um, but you get the point. Now, that classic book, of course, won the 1963 Caldecott Medal. Fun quiz question for all of you out there What won the Newberry the same year? Did you say. Wrinkle in Time? Yes. And if you can ever find a picture from that ceremony of Ezra Jack Keats posing with Madeline Langle, they are the snappiest dressers you ever saw. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. Anyway, Mr. Sims did not forget his first look at Mr. Keats' artwork. And so, in a later interview with the Scripps Howard News Service, he said, I was very taken with that book. And I thought, this man is a children's book artist? It started me off thinking about doing children's books. And the rest is history. Perhaps she'll die. <laughs> yeah. No perhaps about it. Uh, no, apparently. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Sorry. You die. Sorry, little children. <laughs> when you... Well, when you eat, I'm sorry, a horse, was it? Yeah. Yeah, that's scientifically accurate. Oh. One does die if one eats an entire horse all at once. <laughs> Hashtag facts. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs>
0: da, 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 da. This, uh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Let's All get down right. to it. Yeah. So All right. So on the very first page opposite the text, you have some very beautiful illustrations of bees, mm-hmm. but then you have some, like, really cartoony flowers, but at the very bottom, there's this newspaper clipping of the times.
1: And, you know, the times.
0: Yeah. Just, just you know. Just, just tells the times. Just the times. Yeah. And it's definitely, like, I don't know what you call it, like, not stock- text, but it's definitely not real. Oh, right. Yeah. However, I tried to read it anyway. Uh-huh. And
1: what does it say? I'm pretty
0: sure it says something along the lines of, 30 years that the $4 billion may he too small to compensate them <laughs> adequately for federal be
1: lie, the judge said. To a small child, that is every news article that is written. So I think that's pretty <laughs> accurate, a pretty accurate rendition. That is impressive. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you ever think that she gets offended by being called old? Because I know
1: I would. Every I know. single time
0: they reference her, it's there was an old lady. Yeah.
1: I mean, she's got gray hair, completely gray, but some people get gray hair quite young. Yeah. Um, I know that whenever a picture book comes out and shows a grandmother as a little old lady, like a doddering little old lady, the grandmas that I know get a little pissed because grandmas these days don't... I mean, some grandmas are doddering little old ladies, but a good... Fair chunk of them,
0: but the word. My problem is with the word "old."
1: Old. Maybe she doesn't want to be called old. There was an mature lady who. No. What, what, what word you would use besides old? Um, spry. There was a spry lady. <laughs> okay. Yeah, who swallowed a fly. Fly and spry do rhyme, but it somehow right? feels so wrong. There was a spry lady who followed. You know what? It's there the American. There was a spry lady who swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Yeah. Perhaps she's not so spry. <laughs> yes. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I just got offended. Unheard uh, de- of. When you are on her old, behalf. I will make a point of it, not to mention the fact.
0: Also, why would she die at eating a fly? Like, are flies poisonous all of
1: a sudden? Well, no, they're just. Disgusting! they 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 make this sticky sugary thing. They can't eat anything. They have to drink everything. So everything, so they're constantly vomiting on whatever they land on and well, then drinking it up. Are I mean,
0: constantly drinking. Yeah, but
1: they're not vomiting and then drinking it back. They're not dissolving with their stupid hummingbird spit in the like a fly does. I that's got not issues. Kill you, though. They carry disease. Flies carry disease. Eating a fly will not kill. They you. land on poop, and then they land on your apple, and then you eat the apple. It's disgusting. You Don't you eat flies. Do you want to hear a disgusting fact? Oh yeah, so obviously.
0: You, so you know, there's that whole like, oh yeah, in you know, humans eat eight spiders, you know, throughout their life while sleeping, right? Sure. Not true. Okay. However, what is true is that humans ingest about two pounds of flies, maggots, and other bugs per year. I hate maggots. Okay. So... Moving on. So, so... the much. The old lady has, like, the best boots I've ever seen. She's
1: got these the steel-toed, like, Victorian boots. You know what they look like? They look like those Lady Gaga shoes that she was wearing in uh, Bad Romance. Do You remember when she suddenly, like, with the walk-walk fashion baby? That's, yeah. what those, that's what those look like. T- I actually love those as well. With, like, the pointy toes. I would totally wear those.
0: So, right. So, let's get back to the story. For people oh, yeah, who yeah, aren't yeah. familiar, she accidentally swallows a fly. Mm-hmm. And then But she has a plan. Right. So she <laughs> decides to purposefully swallow a spider. Yeah.
1: Now, what the ultimate goal was here, we're a little unclear.
0: Uh, I think she, she expected the spider to make a web in her stomach. Right. Which would then catch the fly. Right.
1: And then the spider's just going to, like, what, crawl up her esophagus? And, like, the itsy-bitsy spider going up it's the water spout? Make, and then just...
0: So it, it jiggled and wiggled and tickled inside her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was so way alive and yeah. she purposefully ate the spider. Mm-hmm. At which point you have the commentary of all the animals that are still alive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. between the texts, like the dog is saying,
1: gone to the by and by and the cat saying sigh, see how they all rhyme? Yeah, eh, yeah. Eh, no, it's, eh,
0: it's, eh, I'm just I'm digging this commentary.
1: No, it's nice. It's <laughs> nice. It reminds me of uh,
0: Statler and Waldorf. So then you get to the page where she's decided to purchase a bird cage, mm. and then on the opposite page you have all these different kinds of birds. Ooh. Now you have one very cartoony bird, mm-hmm. but then some very realistic drawings. Well, that seems of... to
1: make it very clear. He's like, look, dudes. I can do this if I want to. But I prefer to make the childlike illustrations because that's what the kids like. But if I wanted to, I could make a goldfinch that would make you cry.
0: I wish he could have... I wish the whole thing was done in his beautiful art. And that is because you are not five. Well, I guess. But at the very bottom i'm just fixated on the pages that don't have the text um okay. <laughs> on the page, or they have a text but it's not the text right the page with the birds on the very bottom there's like an airmail letter mm-hmm. right and it's to ms old lady <laughs> <laughs> well see it's her given name you feel
1: silly now don't you
0: and apparently it's being sent to her in california
1: okay now we know where she lives you would think. I would think Florida, honestly. That is
0: a New York zip code that's right after it. Wait, what's the zip code? Uh, one, three, six, four, two. But it
1: says it's in the state of California? Yes. Okay. I mean, he lived in New York. This book came out in 97. I guess he couldn't be bothered to do the research on what the zip codes of California would be. Or he's purposely trying to throw you off, Kate. Maybe he's on to you.
0: I think we should have used this page with the birds to help identify the birds from Imogene's antlers.
1: Yeah, sure. Except these aren't identified either. So. No, they
0: are. At the very bottom. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, shoot. This one is a house ride. All right, we'll do a
1: side-by-side comparison. This is a Lincoln sparrow. Ooh. You
0: have a prairie warbler. Anyway. Anyway. So she gets a birdcage. Mm-hmm. And her plan is to put a few of the birds in the birdcage. Okay, strange. And then she decides to take one of them out of the birdcage and and eat it to be fair it's the biggest of them so she ate it in front of the other birds so they can watch the horror of what their fate is going to be
1: reminds me of the person who once like took a lobster and put it in the hot water and the other lobsters all raised their little claws Mm -hmm. in uh, in in yep horror yeah that's exactly what just happened here (laughs) but again maybe they think it's okay (laughs) maybe it's still okay in there I
0: mean, yeah, I don't know.
1: she had to have eaten it
0: alive. She's doing them whole. She's, yeah. yeah, she's eating the bird to catch the spider, mm-hmm. and the spider is supposed to catch the fly. Yep. Meanwhile, you have the commentary of the cow and the dog <laughs> at the bottom saying, She'll leave us high. And the other one says, And
1: dry. Which I'm glad the and dry was there because it wouldn't be appropriate she, just to have the first part. She'll leave us high. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's. <laughs> I mean. You never it's know. kind of a trippy book. I yeah, you I'm not a bird lie. hole? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Maybe, Maybe things happen. Could be. <laughs> so then we get to her deciding that she wants to eat a cat because she needs something to catch the bird. Well, you have all these like cat commentary things on the opposite page. Um, time Magazine with Senior Swallows Cat. You have a uh, newspaper. <laughs> it made Time. Oh my gosh. You have a newspaper with different articles like Cat Has Eight Lives Left. Uh, cat attacked, <laughs> culprit identified, and then cat in hat loses hat. <laughs> I thought that was a nice little, like, homage cute. to the cat in the that hat. And then I was wondering why there's a vote 97 sticker, but it makes sense. If oh, the it book- came out in 97. Well, okay. That makes uh, sense. Uh, 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 uh. But clearly she has mental issues at this point. Okay. I, mean, I could understand accidentally. So you were
1: willing to follow her I, through I, the bird even. You know, people eat birds. That's uh, true chicken right turkey right duck so Goose. then you get to a cat
0: though and i can't this is where i'm i'm off the train i say see you later yeah, you enjoy I the, knew rest the pets of the ride. Would do it for you yeah well it's just one it, well, number
1: one she's got the crazy eyes yo yeah Well, she's always had the crazy eyes she's, they didn't suddenly start looping around at at some point she
0: doesn't have crazy eyes on the title
1: page That's cuz she the heart she has dots for eyes i mean you can't have crazy eyes if you're just dots
0: I don't know. She's got pupils and irises. Oh, she does have pupils and irises? Yeah. Oh, okay. They look like that. It's just here. when you start this story, does it get crazy? Right. Well, you're also closer to her. Right. So she eats the cat, which hopes says going to eat the bird, and mm-hmm. the bird's going to get the spider, and the spider's going to get the fly. Right. And then this poor dog <laughs> knows what's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Here's a debate. Right. that right, I've heard Ooh. that I want to get your opinion. So, marvelous. So right. We're getting to the dog. Okay. And so on the opposite page, you have like pictures of different dogs and they are all identified except for oh. our character's dog, which is just but, the friendly dog. Oh, it's the friendly dog. <laughs> but then you have you know, you have the English bulldog, ah. you have a uh, Scottish terrier, but mm. at the very bottom it's the National Enquirer and it says Lady Wolf's down dog. Mm-hmm. Now, is the phrase because I've heard it both ways? Is it you're gonna woof something down or you're gonna wolf something? Did you down? Just say
1: woof? Yeah, woof something down. Mm-hmm. That's adorable. No, you wolf something down. Hmm. You woof? Yeah, I have heard both woof, like a doggy would say. Uh huh. That's adorable. I think people out there say woof. No, no. Let's okay, folks. All right, you haven't emailed us in a while email us at fuse 8k dot at gmail.com and tell us if you say wolf sit down or wolf sit down. I I am I'm very interested in this. Yeah. So
0: let the people decide. Okay, so she eats the dog. At which point I'm like, okay, how are you eating these animals whole? Is she part snake? and Yeah, she's, like, she's
1: unhinging her jaw. That's what I thought. She got to. Okay. There's no other way. Okay. Just not making unless sure. she's like. Well, I don't even want to she get is. into what the surgical implications of this would be. So yeah. Okay. So she's unhinging
0: her jaw and she's part snake. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So then the We get to right because she ate the dog to try and get the cat. to mm. would get the bird? And yeah,
1: the, you know this is for me where it breaks down because dogs don't eat cats. So what is she hoping, like, what's her best case scenario here? She wants the dog
0: to catch the cat. What,
1: he's just going to sit on her? And then what? She's not thinking ahead. She's she's only living in the moment. This is her problem.
0: Well, then she
1: moves on to the cow. Not goat, because traditionally it's goat after dog. But the goat has been excised from this book. Well, that's what I don't get. Like,
0: since when do cows catch dogs? Isn't it more likely that the dog is going to catch the cow? It's usually
1: a goat after the dog and then... I do think well, it no, is a I'm cow. I'm thinking like on a
0: farm, yeah. dogs, you know, if it's going to be like a border collie or something and its job is to herd animals, right. it's going to herd the cow. It's not, the cow is not going to herd the
1: dog. I don't know if dogs herd cows, like herd sheep.
0: And then we get <laughs> to the horse.
1: Oh yeah. So then she, right, she eats <laughs> the horse and
0: I accidentally read it as, she cried, of course. Which, when
1: Sesame Street does this, that's what
0: they do. And at the very lady... bottom it says,
1: even the artist is crying. So I uh-huh. was like,
0: oh yeah, she cried. And then I had to reread it. And I was like, oh, it says died.
1: It is weird oh. that the D, I, it looks like cried from here, but it also looks like died. I wonder if for parents that don't want to deal with that, this was an opt. Not that a kid who's going to be read this can read. The can't. But if you were reading this to a group and you wanted to fake that it said cried, um, you could just skip the last page and then say, "Yep, she cried." Right. The last page, which is <laughs> strange,
0: it's a picture of a tombstone mm. with an eyeball, <laughs> <laughs> and it I says sometimes right, yeah. and it says, "Here lies." an old
1: lady <gasps> okay so it's a potter's grave good with good. a moral uh-huh never swallow a horse okay well you can't argue with that. that's the moral that's a good moral that that is the moral we don't need horses yeah so that's that yeah that's uh, that's what that is yep so uh sim stay back sim stay back. uh he'd done done dozens of books before he did this book um, but when this came out, it was just this huge, massive hit. And everyone was like, oh, it's his, it's his breakthrough book. He, he's burst upon the scene. And his quote was like, that's right. After working for 35 years, I had finally burst upon the scene. You did not mention there are die cuts. There's little cut out holes in the book. Yeah. So you can see into like her stomach. Hungry Caterpillar-esque. Kind of Hungry cat, but, but less hard pages, I'd say. Um and so, what's strange about this is Anita Silvey. She's a children's book expert. She wrote, um, well, she used to have a blog called The Children's Book a Day Almanac, and she says that this and another book he did, Joseph Had a Little Overcoat, were the first books using die cut holes that were honored at with Caldecotts, because Very Hungry Caterpillar never got itself a shiny sticker. It sure should have. Well, duh. Yeah. Absolutely should have. But no, this was, maybe they had a thing against die cuts then. I know, I know they had people who were against die cuts then because they were fools. And as Anita and Sylvie said, you know, she said, this technique had begun with Peter Newell's the whole book at the beginning of the 20th century, but such books had always been considered toy books, not worthy of awards. And uh, to speak to the type of artwork he does, he said that he always loved children's artwork and he tried to take away from that and give it back to them. My problem with the book is I can't remember the title because that's not the title I sing. The book is, there was, there an, was old- an old lady. Yeah. My version is, I know an old lady. I I've know an old lady who swallowed a fly. That's how I would do it with the kids. I've never heard that. Really? You've never heard of, I uh-huh. know an old Well, you, you may be right because there is a very popular kids series by Lucille Calandro, uh, illustrated by Jared Lee. Which is called the uh, There Was an Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly series. Only in each one, she swallows a bunch of different things that have a topic. So let's see if you can guess. Let's see if you can guess the topic. Uh, There was an old lady who swallowed a turkey. Thanksgiving. Very good. There was an old lady who swallowed a clover. St. Paddy's Day. That's right. There was an old lady who swallowed a bat. Uh, Halloween? Correct. So you get the picture. Very popular series. (laughs) Very shockingly popular series. I prefer the Sims Day back myself. What are they gonna do for Columbus Day? Um <laughs> I know an old lady who swallowed a statue and nobody wanted it back. <laughs> there you go. So it was turned into a little Weston Woods video, um, in which it is sung by Cindy Lopper. Nice. Yes, they got a big old name for that one. And then if you go to the Wikipedia page for I know an old lady, I'm sorry. I still can't say it. There was an old lady who swallowed yeah, she a She died, fly. so it's the past tense. Exactly. Sorry. Uh, well, that's true. I guess you can't know the dead. Do we ever really know the dead? (sighs) Anyway, uh, if you go to the Wikipedia page for this song, someone went crazy writing every possible instance in which it has ever appeared ever. For example, the song was performed by Judy Collins and Statler and Waldorf with shadow puppets in a 1977 episode of The Muppet Show. I have never seen that. Ratings time so the story is
0: fun but this particular book i don't understand how it got a caldecott honor because i do not like the illustrations not your style no no i think it should be redone like he-
1: well it's a i mean it's in the public domain so it's always being redone to a certain extent there's lots of Let's old get Tony swallowed flies
0: you should get tony Dieter lizzie to like jump on this book I'm and do it you. all like a you know for like next because he did oh yeah
1: he did a fly book exactly it's a natural you know what the only reason i think he'd hold off is because this is the one that people always think of but at this point you know sims dayback's dead who cares so yeah he could i mean it's in the public domain anyone could do it that would be very interesting a tony DiTerlizzi he's almost too realistic is the problem that's why like I want to Like would totally freak yeah. the kids
0: out. It's not for the kids. It's for me, Betsy. So
1: basically, you just want him to do fly-based, just Mosca art. No, basically. I want to see
0: like the woman, like, I want to see like the veins popping out of her neck when she's trying to like wow. unhinge her jaw. jaw. Yeah. You want to see that unhinged I do. jaw. You want to see that So anyway, so I'm not a fan of the art in this book. Mm. I think it should be redone. The story is fun. You know, yeah. I remember it as
1: a kid. Um, but... I gave it a, like a 4.5. All right. Interesting. Um, I'm very fond of this book. And the reason why is a very librarian reason. And it's that I can do this book in front of a group of kids. Any group of kids. You give me a right. group of kids. You give me high schoolers. I could do this book in front of high schoolers. It is interactive. It plays well across the full room. I'm like, you could be in like the back of the back of the class and you're going to see these pictures. They pop. You may not see her crazy eyeballs, but you're going to see the fact that there's things going in. You can see the die cuts. It's fun. It's weird. And of course, I love that combination of fun, weird, and then it's fun, weird, and colorful. And it has a sense of humor about itself. He even put a little cameo of himself in there. So I, I'm giving a, I'm giving a whopping seven point two. Jeez. I
0: know. Okay. Well, our combined score is over five. So it's, it's a, a classic. classic. Hooray. Hey
1: huzzah said the people sure all right letters time okay so this was in response to the last one we did which was the farmer and the clown uh jennifer sauls noted roosters get huge y'all they do. This one seemed particularly large. Yeah, it was like... It was a little wrong. It was like six feet. <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. Maybe
0: five, five and a half.
1: <laughs> and then Stephanie Rodent, she's uh, the third sister, I believe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. She wrote it. and uh, this was in response to one we did before that. She said, dude, I had never heard of Giraffes Can't Dance before the Fuse, you know, Kate Pro- podcast, but as I type this... My second grader is watching a read aloud of it for his class.
0: Hmm. Ubiquitous dude. I just love the fact that you couldn't say the name of our podcast correctly.
1: Look, <laughs> she wrote it in the name of the Instagram account, and I can't translate in my brain that fast. And just, who are you? So this is Fuse8 and Kate, just so you know. Mm, yeah. We should cover that in the beginning of the show. Probably. We'll clear a lot up. Yeah. All right.
0: Grown up things we like. So speaking of Instagram, if you want to watch something just fun and silly and just puts a smile to your face, there is this, I don't know if he's one or two years old, but he's a quote unquote cook. His name is Kobe and on Instagram, it's Kobe underscore YN. Um, his parents run Kobe Eats and he has his Instagram account has over 2.5 million followers and it's this little kid who with the help of his mom just makes different meals or desserts or whatever. And sometimes the dog will come up and he is just, I'm not like a big fan of young kids, but this kid is so freaking cute. And everything he does is adorable. And I highly recommend, if you just want to put a smile on your face, check out Kobe Eats or on Instagram. And Kobe with a
1: Y or Kobe it's, with Yeah, I it's eat.
0: K-O-B-E underscore Y-N. Is this
1: Kobe? Is it a little... A little yeah, internet? he's got a
0: red hat, like a red chef hat and an apron. I have Kobe dot Y-N. No, nope, that's one. incorrect. That is a oh. fake
1: account. Oh, no, it's a fake Kobe. Yeah, you want... It. Oh, okay. I'm glad you warned me. Mine's a mystery. Or rather, uh, the solving of a mystery. I only heard about this news article recently, and I'm just so enamored of it. Do you remember that terrible, terrible Stuart Little movie that came out, the live-action one? Sort of. It was a computer-animated Stuart. He was voiced by Michael J. Fox, so that dates it right there. And then it had, like, the kid from Jerry Maguire, Mm. and it had uh, Hugh Laurie and Gina Davis. Yeah, strong cast. Poor film. So this guy... By the name, he was a he was an art historian. His name was Gurgly Barky, Hungarian. His his kid is like, let's watch Star Little, and he's like, okay, sure, fine. And they're watching, and he's not in breath. And then they get to this scene, and this scene is where uh, the family is standing in front of a portrait, and he looks at the portrait that's behind them in this film, and he goes, uh... That's Robert Barony's lost masterpiece, The Sleeping Lady with a Black Vase. What is it doing in this movie? So he manages to track down uh, the woman who put it in the film, who just got it from an antique store and just you know put it on the wall. And she, after the film, had just put it in her bedroom. And he's like, I think that's a lost masterpiece that disappeared before World War II? And she's like, okay. And lo and behold, it was. And they don't know exactly how it ended up there, but yeah, basically, this assistant set designer found it, bought it for 500 bucks, put it in Stuart Little, and then, uh, well, Mr. Barkey just happens to be a Hungarian art specialist, <laughs> so he was the, maybe the only person who would have seen this film and understood what he was seeing. And uh, it sold for 229,500 euros. Which is about $285,700. Wow. After that. So a lost masterpiece found on the set of a terrible, terrible film. Interesting. And it just makes me happy. Very just, cool. Think... Yay.
0: Well. Well, enjoy the rest of your Labor Day.
1: Thank you. You too. Do not labor. It's yes. against the law. Really? Do labor. Oh. On this day. Okay. All right. I... But, uh... So I guess until we do start our laboring again, uh, I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at fusekate gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8 Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our young man who has swallowed nothing living today is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Caves, the creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Byrd.